What's up, my confidence queens? Are you ready to feel confident as fuck? I'm your host, the confidence queen herself, Alicia Lechuga, and I am your confidence bestie. I went from trying to shrink my body in order to find happiness and approval to finally letting go of dieting, others' opinions, and inspiring hundreds of women along the way. This podcast is all about confidence, living unapologetically as yourself daily, and ultimate self-love. This is Confident as Fuck. What up, what up, and welcome back. Welcome to Confident AF. I have an amazing guest on today by the name of Jelly. I'm so excited. So just to give you guys kind of like an intro to her and how we met, we actually met through Michelle, which you guys know, who's been on the podcast multiple times. We met through Michelle. And I feel like I always, Michelle always tells me this, but how did you guys meet, you and Michelle? We met... We met in college. We, my roommate and her roommate were friends, I think oh, is okay, how it okay. was. And so we just like hung around each other and naturally like kind of started like, gravitating yeah. towards each other. And then we were just like hanging out. That's and then crazy. It was, like, us. <laughs> so you guys have been friends for what, like six, seven years now? I think more than more. that. What year? 20? Because yeah, I'd say <laughs> maybe even like 10. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years wow that's a long time yeah, yeah. i think so that's awesome yeah because i think i met her oh, like yeah. my sophomore college is like year of- a long long time ago maybe maybe like nine or ten years yeah oh my god it's such a long time yeah super yeah. long time <laughs> um, oh wait no yeah yeah that was college i lied mm-hmm. okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah so jelly um is one of um michelle's closest closer one of Michelle's closest <laughs> yeah. friends. So kind of when I started to um, be friends with Michelle, she was our, always like talking about you. And then we met over Christmas and I knew I wanted to have her on the podcast because she really has like an interesting just like backstory. And she lives in Texas, which is where I'm from. You guys know, but she grew up in Long or she did you grow up in Long Beach? I didn't. I grew up in the Bay Area. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I've been, I lived in Long Beach for she like 10 years. She lived in Long so. Beach. So I was going to yeah. say it's like the opposite of, our, of my life, but I guess kind it's not, not. Almost. Not fully, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, she lives in Texas now. So um, yeah, I just knew I wanted to have her on and just kind of like chat all things. Um, I feel like I'm always like, I don't know what we're going to talk about or we're going to just get to it and yeah. have fun. So um. So tell us, uh, like, give us a little intro t- to you. Like, oh gosh, I know I'm like that's so <laughs> awkward to say, but like, tell us. Okay, well, tell us like what you do. Tell us like what your passions are. Mm-hmm. Just talk about okay yourself. <laughs> it's always like weird for me at this point in my life because people are like, "What do you do?" And I'm like, I feel like when people ask you that, it's like, "What's your job?" Is right. like really what they mean? And I don't technically work, so I'm always like feel weird, but I'm like starting to like just own it like oh, I don't work you know yeah. like I'm in school right now for holistic nutrition but that's not even something that I technically like see myself like making a career I did it more so for like my own knowledge and like knowledge to help like my family and like friends or, like because a lot of people come to me for like advice yeah so I was like oh this would be cool and it's something that I'm interested in um so right now honestly I'm just like living life and like kind of just being in the moment and figuring out like what's next and taking things day by day um I'm very into like self-growth and like healing and learning but not necessarily like learning anything like specific just kind of like 
whatever I feel like is relevant to like yeah. where I'm at in life. Um, but yeah, I used to be a financial planner for like three years. And then before that, I worked with kids. Um, did you, I feel like I'm just like figuring out life. <laughs> did you go to school for financial planning mm-hmm. or did you get your finance degree? What was your degree in? So I went to school for psychology and criminal justice. Okay. Because I wanted to talk to, like, rapists and murderers. Really? Yeah. (laughs) And then, like, halfway through college, or maybe even, like, towards the end of college, I, like, met somebody's daughter who did what I wanted to do. And she was actually my supervisor at the time at an internship that I had. And she was like, oh, my God, you don't want to do that. And, like, it's not that I just took that advice, but she's like, no, you need to talk to my mom. And, like, my mom is, like, lives her life so paranoid all the time. And, like, Mm. you think it's a cool job, but, like, getting into, like... The way people think is like sometimes just like creepy a little bit and like it makes you live in fear. And like I was already at that point of my life kind of like a fearful person. So I was just like, oh, I don't need more of this, you know. Do you feel like that was a good choice for you or do you feel like, okay? Oh, for sure. I could not imagine. Even now, like I used to watch all those shows like CSI Miami and like Law and Order and all that. And like now I can't like watch those shows because I get like. Not necessarily creeped out, just more so, like, not in the best mind state. Yeah, I was just going to ask you if you, like, listen to, like, murder podcast or anything like that. Because I know that's, like, a huge thing right now. I don't like that, really. Mm. But I know that's, like, huge. So that's what I was going to ask you. It's definitely intriguing. Like, it's still intriguing to me. But I think it's definitely the right choice. Like, I would not have done well in talking. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, Yeah, sometimes you just need, like a different perspective or kind of to just like, um, even like living like, and like interning, right. Like interning with something that you're, um, you think that you want to do. And then you actually like go and do the actual like act of the job versus like reading about it in textbooks and like fantasizing about it. Right. Um, and then you do it and you're like, Oh, actually don't like want to do this at all that's how I was too actually with um I always thought that I was going to go to culinary school and Mm. like be a chef and then when I worked in a restaurant I was like I don't Don't want that (laughs) like I don't like it like that I didn't know anything about like actually working in a restaurant even though yes like you could make your job whatever you want right but I was like oh I actually like don't want to do this Mm -hmm. so same thing right yeah okay so you went to school and did you change your, did you No, I graduated, you graduated because I think, major? yeah. So I think I figured that out, like maybe like my last year or something. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to like, like, I'm just going to figure it out. Um, so I was just serving for a little bit, like after I graduated, which I made like good money serving. Um, but obviously I didn't want to do that forever. So then I was just like, hmm, what else can I do? So I found a really cool job that I like really enjoyed working at an animal shelter, But they had a humane education department, which basically you worked in schools with, I know the term has changed, but I can't think of it, but like at-risk youth at the time is what they called it. Um, And we kind of just like talked to them about like life, life things, like things you don't learn in school that could still be helpful, like healthy ways to deal with your anger, like healthy communication, like how to resolve conflict, like just things that you're not really taught taught in school um even like stereotypes how those things come about like empathy and stuff like that so it was really cool it just didn't pay well (laughs) like not it's paid okay but it wasn't like what I wanted necessarily so I think that's actually when my whole like self-growth journey started because I was like really happy in that job but like also not happy with like the pay um so I was just like okay well I have this degree 
but a lot of jobs that I wanted, you needed like a master's degree, mm-hmm. but I also didn't want to go back to school. Yeah. School just never really felt like my thing. It was more like I did it because I felt like that's what you should do, you know? But I feel like for me, it was just, I definitely like really enjoyed it. And I think it was more like social for me, which was really cool. But I just didn't see myself like wanting to go back to school, at least for that, because now I'm in school now. Well, that's what I was going to say too. (laughs) When you first said that you're in school, right? I was like, how does it feel to be in school for something that you're passionate about like now versus Mm. like being in school, basically like, just like you said, like Mm. for social or just because we're supposed to, or because it's like the path that everyone else is doing. Which is even when I was in school, I still enjoyed because I was at the time passionate about like psychology, but I just didn't want to go back for it. So now being in school, I think because I don't have that pressure of like, Oh, I need to do something with this Mm -hmm. and like make something out of it. It's like a lot more enjoyable. Um, yeah, it's definitely, and it's easier to, like, pay attention because it's something that I'm passionate about, you right. know? Um, so, yeah. And it's, like, less, it's not, um, like, emotionally charged, like you were saying. Like, you don't have to make anything out of it. You just mm-hmm. are going because you like it. So, that's awesome. Yeah. And so, you're going to school for holistic um, nutrition. Mm-hmm. So, can you kind of explain for probably someone who doesn't know, like, what is holistic nutrition and, like, what type of stuff you're learning? hmm so that's a lot. So holistic. Know, like, that's a big question. <laughs> yeah. um, but I guess like the three main pillars, what my school specifically focuses on is like the physical aspect, like the mental health aspect, and also the spiritual aspect and like how all three of those things tie into your overall health. Because like, yes, there can be things going on physically with you, but then how does your mm-hmm. like mental headspace contribute to those things yeah. or vice versa? Or like sometimes people might have like mental health issues, but then it's because like their spiritual side is not being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And spiritual doesn't have to mean like, religion it could also be like your relationship with yourself or even your relationship with like other people it could be with like a higher power as well um but it just is more like that like social or like getting feeling connected to like the soul yeah right pretty much yeah um so yeah I'm learning a lot so they like have it in different sections so there's like science which is the more like physical side of like actually figuring out like you know how nutrients react with the body and what foods and stuff like that right um but then there's also like a mental health component that's in there that talks about you know like childhood upbringing which is like very psychology based which was cool because that's what I went to school for so it was a lot of things that I knew um and then the spiritual aspect is cool too because that's also I feel like a lot of it tied into or ties into like the self-growth aspect of what I was doing like or am doing like even now so it's right. just like I think it helped me a lot which is cool like just going to school of like yeah. realizing certain things about myself and like how to move forward move forward from just like things life. like I, f- I feel like everybody can relate to like you're probably not how you were five years ago mm-hmm. right in some way or another so yeah. like how do we like transform that person that you were into like who you want to be mm. and like I feel like not just school like other things that I've done definitely have also played a factor but like school has given me some tools to like help transform into like okay yeah. well if this is where I want to go like these are some things that I should work on or these are some tools that I can use to like help and yeah stuff like that yeah I think that's like huge I was just talking about that I recorded like a solo episode before you got here Ooh. and I was talking about that too is like I think we all have <laughs> this like life that we are like thinking that we want to achieve right like we have something that we're aiming for but a lot of times we're either we think it's like out of reach or it's just a dream or we're not actually putting together the action steps to actually get there that's what I was always doing is like maybe a combination of all three of those but feeling like 
okay, it's just going to like, it's going to happen. Like it's going to somehow happen. I'm not sure how, but I'm just going to keep doing this Mm -hmm. and maybe this will be the outcome and putting together like the actual action steps Mm -hmm. to get there. And I think the first step in doing that is like defining like, what is it that you actually want to do? Like you were saying, like that actually helped you see like, oh, here's where I want to go and here's how I can get there. Mm -hmm. I think that's huge. So Because it's, like, taking focus off of, like, the goal and just focusing on, like, almost, like, brick by brick. Like, we're building. Yes. And you're not so focused on what the outcome is going to be. Like, but if you do these things, you'll probably get somewhere in there, right? Yeah. And it might change along the way. Oh, yeah. For sure. You were saying, like, five years ago, like, how different were you? Like, incredibly different, hopefully. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, So what is your school through? Is your school – it's an online school? Yeah. It's a certification program. It's uh, called – Institute of Transformational Nutrition. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, you are doing it, but, um, and I know you said you don't have any like pressure regarding it, but what would be like your um, like best outcome? Even if it's not, not, doesn't have to be career focused, but mm-hmm. like your best outcome as you finish. Mm-hmm. That's a good question because I've been thinking about that because I'm kind of near the end. Um, definitely knowledge base would be like just being able to like retain the information. Yeah. Right? Um, but I guess best case, at least for now, what I see is just me being able to like fully embody like what I would want to be like in terms of like health, but like overall, yeah. not necessarily just like what I'm eating and stuff, also my mental health and like spiritual and stuff like that. And then also to like share that, I guess, through whether that's like through Instagram or if that's through like one-on-one connections with people or like whatever it is and just like inspire people to do that for themselves as well so like not necessarily to lead in my footsteps because like what I want is completely different from what you want and vice versa right but like just that inspiration of like oh well she's living authentically how she wants to be and like following those steps so like oh maybe I can too and like yeah having that that's what I see because I don't like I said have like that pressure to make it a career or anything but I do feel like we're in a time to where there's like this almost like awakening happening where a lot of people are realizing like, oh, I don't have to like stay in this job forever or like I don't have to take people's shit or like, you know, and like just figuring like, oh, I can change and I do have power over like my mind or my situation and like, but also it's like, I feel like we're barely waking up to that. So there's like people like on the fence and like wanting to do things, but not really have that full like courage. So I think just being able to maybe be that like mirror for somebody is really cool. That is super powerful because that is like, as, um, like growing up and not really being like, not being encouraged or maybe it wasn't even that it wasn't encouraged, like to be authentically myself, but actually let me take that back. It was not encouraged to be authentically myself. Right. So you guys who listen to the podcast know, and you probably know too, is like, I grew up in a very like strict Christian household growing up. So there's definitely like a way that we're, um, like shaped. Right. And you're supposed to grow this way. Um, and so living authentically is something that's very like, um, foreign to me. And so I think it's also just like just the generation general. before us, honestly. Yeah, like that the is generation very true. before us was very like you work at a company, you, you stay this. there, you work your way up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't used to like the plethora of like options. opportunities and options yeah. that we have now, you know? That's very true too. Yeah. And so um whenever I would see someone like living authentically, like it was so powerful to me that it was like 
I will be like overwhelmed with emotion, like watching any type of movie, like where someone like wins something or like just goes against the norm. Like something could be, so, it would be, could be so stupid, like a Disney movie and it would like overwhelm me with emotion. Mm-hmm. So you saying like, Oh, I want to live authentically and like be that light to someone like that. Just you even doing that in your day to day life, not even doesn't even have to be on social media is like extremely powerful to people. So I'm like all here. I'm here for it. hundred percent. So yeah. So that's jelly. <laughs> um, so that's show. jelly's intro. <laughs> um, and yeah, we're going to do, we're going to get into kind of like, um, when we're talking about this episode and like kind of brainstorming, we're like, what do we talk about? And then we're like, there's so much to talk about. Um, but there's like, we don't know where we want to go with it. So we just left it open. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So we were like, okay, let's, um, so when she first got here, we were like, okay, well I asked her what's something that you feel like took a lot of confidence for you to Mm -hmm. do or something that you feel like, um, you could think of that's like, oh, I so glad I had confidence through that. Or if I had confidence through that, it would have helped or how I overcome or overcame. Um, so that's what we're going to get into in a second. Um, but first we're going to do weekly wins and weekly faves. So I'm going to let Jelly go first as I let every single guest go first <laughs> so that I can think of mine. Take um, time. so let's do weekly, let's do weekly fave first. So it's not a purchase. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have two faves actually. Oh, yay. Okay. So one. My niece and my nephew just graduated. My niece kindergarten and my nephew fifth grade. Oh my gosh. I know. So that was cool. It's like, I I was able to attend my nephew's graduation. So that was nice. And like, they both had like a little party joint together. And sixth grade is middle school, right? Mm -hmm. For here. Yeah. I just learned the difference between junior high and middle school. I didn't know. But yeah. Oh, wait, is there a difference? I just said middle school, but I meant. Middle school is like six and eight. To like eighth grade, oh, okay. but I guess junior high is if you start seventh. Oh, okay. Some that makes sense. Go, yeah. Because that's what in Texas, well, I don't know if it's everywhere, but mine was called a junior high and it's seventh and eighth. Mm. And, and so mine was here, middle school and it was six, seventh, yeah. eighth, but I didn't know there was a difference. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Okay. So middle school. And so you're able to attend. That's awesome. Yeah. Because I like was around a lot when he specifically was like growing up and like a baby and stuff. So it's like, <laughs> He's growing up so fast. Yeah, but yeah, it was nice. Crazy. Um, and I also just came from Alaska and yeah. I got to like hang out with some friends like all together where we haven't been able to all be together in a really long time. And I got to meet one of my friend's babies. And then our friend proposed to our other friend. Yeah, so I saw that, that was on nice. Instagram. That's so awesome. So, yeah. That's a things. lot of like big moments. Yeah. Yeah. I know. There's a lot. I have a wedding to go to this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> there's a that's lot. right too. Dang. Yeah. I feel like summer, like especially beginning of summer, is a lot of like big events, like graduations, weddings. So much. Everything. <laughs> all that is like packed into like May and June. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, especially here where the like the weather is nice and before it get like actually gets a little hot. Yeah. So that's like a lot of, a lot of, those are like wins and faves. It's like Yeah, a lot. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, my fave is... <laughs> My weekly fave is so um, small compared to that. Not small, but I guess different. So I went to a wedding. um, Speaking of weddings, I went to a wedding in Cabo, if you guys saw on Instagram. Um, And I really, well, okay, you guys know I cannot give like a weekly fave or a weekly win without a backstory. (laughs) 
when I'm editing, I'm like, God, it's a weekly phase. Like, get like, to the point. Like, <laughs> like, it's not that deep. But um, we went to this wedding that was actually, um, it was the one in Mexico was black it tie. So nice. Oh my God, it was so gorgeous. Like, it's so beautiful. Can I tell you um, something about black tie? It was what? About the black tie. Yeah. So I never heard of that before. Really? But the wedding that we're going to this weekend is also black tie. Oh, you are? And apparently black tie also means like long dresses. Yeah. It's like my dress is short. I didn't know. My friend saw my dress and she's like, oh, this is black tie. And she's like, I mean, I guess you'll be fine because it's like red and it's like a little it looks a little bit more like elegant. Green. Yeah. Yeah. But she's just like, yeah, girl, it's supposed to be long. And I was like, yeah, well, this is what I'm wearing. It's like it's. OK, so that's kind of like w- the whole reason why I want to choose this as my fave is because. I feel like, OK, just growing up, right, like I um, like growing up in the last few years, right, like I feel like I'm more of like I'm so stupid to say, but I feel like I've grown really into like my womanhood. Mm. And so like, like um, embracing your femininity. Yeah, or... I feel just more like more like an adult, more like womanly, more like um, I don't know, like a wife. I don't know. It's like that's those aren't the words that I'm really like looking to describe what I'm saying, but. Um, okay. So for example, this was black tie and I knew that means like, okay, it's formal. And, um, and I knew it meant formal, but I didn't know formal meant long. Dude, yeah. It's like very specific. And yeah. like the guys are only supposed to wear a certain thing. Yeah. It's very specific. And, um, so going to this wedding, I also knew the person whose wedding it was, I know that she's like very, like she pulls out all the stops. So I knew the wedding mm. was going to be gorgeous. I knew all of her friends would be like looking like, you know, to, like dressed in the right attire for black they tie come with it. Yeah. yeah so I was like <laughs> okay I cannot fuck this up so um I just was really like I was proud of myself because I actually like really picked out every like <clears throat> aspect of my outfit which I've never really done that for like a wedding before and even if I tried to do that before I probably like did it in my head and then like I like something fucked up the day before mm. or like maybe I don't like the dress anymore whatever. But, um, with this, I like, I actually like took my time, like picked out every little aspect of the outfit. And I really felt like super confident in that, like dress and super outfit. Cute. Oh my yeah. gosh. I loved it. So great. So that's my fave is actually the bag. Um, I'll post a picture of it on um, the podcast. I actually Instagram. bought the bag to go with Yeah, my Jelly outfit. bought the bag too, <laughs> to go with her dress. So it's like perfect it's like a bag from amazon it's actually like um sequence like the um podcast um mics mics um and so it's like it's just perfect it's like elegant but still like it's pretty inexpensive i think it's under 50 bucks that was like 35 bucks or something yeah it was Mm -hmm. pretty inexpensive and it like actually holds a decent amount of stuff it holds held a pair of flip-flops for me like it was perfect so um (laughs) Yeah, that's my fave this week. And so I'll link it for you guys if you guys have like a you could even wear it like normally. But if you have like a special event or um, or like a wedding or something like that where you want to wear it and like it's glitzy, I think it's perfect because it um, I think sometimes clutches can look like, oh, my gosh, I keep like having like a it's not like a (laughs) brain fart. Oh, just kidding. It's like a what? I thought you said, I thought you were going to say brain fart. Oh, no. It's like my, every time I open my mouth, I have like gas, but it's not a burp. You oh, know what I'm talking about? Oh, that's what about? that means to me. I think it's the kombucha. Yeah, it has yeah. to be the kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's, I feel like clutches can sometimes look like 
old ladyish mm. very easily. So I'm it's just very, not a purse person. I, I mean, I don't it. really carry a purse very really? often anymore. So. My hubs is my purse. Your what? My hubs is my purse. Oh my gosh, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Renee hates carrying things in his pocket though, so he's not a really good person for that. Nate does too, but I'm just like, come on. <laughs> Every now and then I'll have to wear a purse. If- yeah. So that's my weekly fave. So I'll have it linked for you guys. And then um, just a reminder, um, anything that we ever talk about as far as like weekly faves is always going to be linked on the podcast Instagram and there's an Amazon storefront for you guys as well. So um, I'll have that next linked time I'll have down an below. Amazon. Buy yeah, <laughs> I know. Like preferably an Amazon item would be great, <laughs> but that's OK. I like your weekly fave better, actually. So. Okay, so let's go on to weekly wins. Okay, mine's kind of literal, but literal. Okay, yeah. So I just recently learned how to play chess. Oh, have you ever okay. played? I don't know how to play chess. Checkers, okay. yes. Okay, yeah. Chess is definitely like a mind, like strategy. Yeah. You have to like really be like in it, right, and be yeah. thinking like five steps ahead. So I just recently learned. And when we were in Alaska, it's funny because my hubs and our other friend Tyler were like, they played 14 games of chess, which is like, that takes up a long time because yeah. chess, chess games are like anywhere from like an hour to two hours. Yeah. So they played 14 games. I played once or twice and I lost both times, but I did okay. But on, was it Tuesday? I think me and the hubs went to a coffee shop. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we were playing and I won. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. I was so excited. My first uh my first game of chess I won. Yeah. That's my That's, my that's awesome. That's like chess is hard and thinking of things like without like reacting, like having that immediate reaction and thinking like long term is very hard. Yeah. You have to yeah. like really be thinking like, okay, well if I do this and they might do this, but they can also do that. So like where am I gonna like set myself yeah. up to be ready, you know? Yeah, that's like a very good practice for um patience, mm. which is something I think that was like my win like a few weeks ago or maybe a month ago now. But having patience. patience. Yeah, it's hard. Patience is really hard. Yeah. It's definitely like a growth part of growth. And it looks different in different situations too, mm-hmm. you know? So you're like, oh, I'm really good, like patient, maybe like with daddies, for example. Right. But like when it comes to, I don't know. Anything else. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, you know? Like, no. Yeah. Patience is like different. In different yeah. Circumstances. Patience is hard. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a, like a, a literal, that when you said literal, I was like, what does she mean? Now, now <laughs> I literally I won. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is my weekly win? What's Let's yours? see. Mm. I feel like I had so many. So let me think. I shared some with Grazel. I shared two faves. So if you want to share two wins. Hmm, let's see. I'm trying to think back. Well, I had like a very, very productive week. Oh, um, I got one. Okay. So I, if you guys listened to the last podcast, I did a solo and actually recorded that today so um that podcast was all about like kind of having a um like a little uh download about um Mm. just offering so I felt um in the last like well since the beginning of the year I kind of felt like I needed to like I needed to take a step back I needed to like realign I needed to like not be trying to push forward in my business and just like take a step back, work on myself and Mm -hmm. then like grow. Um, and so when I did that at the beginning of the year, um, I had a lot of growth and maybe like 
for like a month to two months, I've been feeling like, okay, I want to get back into like, um, I want to get back into like coaching. I want to get back into like pushing forward in my business, but mm. had a little bit of like mm. feeling of like, okay, am I like, am I ready to do that? Like, are the old like issues going to still like arise, you know, like ego, like, um, you know, stress, mm. pressure, um, to succeed, all those things, are they still going to arise? So I've been kind of like just feeling into it and letting it kind of like go where it should go. Um, and so last week I got hit up by somebody and I told this story in the last podcast, so I'll keep it very short, but last week I got hit up or not last week, last month I got hit up by somebody asking for a specific service they wanted me to offer. And it just sparked a really big download for me and like, okay, how can I offer that? in a different way. Um, and so, yeah, so I was able to like have that download of like what my coaching can look like in my way. Mm. I think that was a big thing that I used to really, um, put a lot of pressure to like coaching online looks this way, or, um, here's what these business coaches say, or like you, you have to niche down or like you need to do your email list or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, at the beginning of the year, um, I was just like, you know what? I just don't want to do any of that. Like, fuck all that. I'm not following anyone's rules. And now being able to like actually put that into practice with like a clear headspace has felt really, really nice. Yeah, so that's I my bet. win. Is it's freeing, I guess, like, right? What it's freeing. Yeah, it's freeing. It's no like more like, oh, I should do this, or I'm supposed to do that, or it looks this everyone way. else does this mm-hmm. and it works for them. So I have to do that too. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's really like you can apply that to really like anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks it can look so <clears throat> similar, but it can really be like a mind fuck when it's a space that you don't know very well. And so oh, you're like, sure. well, maybe I should do that. I'm not really sure. I'm not really confident in my ability to do it any other way. So mm-hmm. this person it's working <clears throat> for this person. So I'll try it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So that's my win yeah. for this week. So yay. Okay, so uh, like we were saying, whenever Jelly first got here, I was like, let's like kind of like think of a time where you felt confident, where you felt like you had to have confidence to do so. And I was thinking maybe it has something to do with like moving, um, moving across the country, because that's very, very hard to do, especially with your partner, especially like leaving everything like you've known or anybody. Yeah, (laughs) it's really hard. So um, Jelly was like, oh, I actually have a perfect like situation or um, time period that I th- think of when I think of that uh, confidence in that regard. So I'm gonna let her just take over and talk <laughs> about it and okay. I'll just shut up. So <laughs> tell us, yes, tell us yes, about yes. it. <laughs> okay, so I can start from when I was financial planning and it kind of goes back to even like your win for the week because I can relate to how you just were like, fuck the like shoulds and I doing it yeah. this way and stuff because when I was in that industry that like they train you because obviously right. I didn't have a background in that but also there's like things that are like proven like if you do this this will work right or like try to like move up market which means like find people who like make more money or right. like, can do more stuff or whatever right so for like my first I would say like at least first year for sure I was just trying to survive and like doing everything that was told and then I never thought I was gonna work in the financial industry your mic's gonna fall it is yeah just tilt it towards uh oh, turned it off. Oh, you just hit me. Oops, mute. sorry. There you go. <laughs> sorry, guys. Okay, there you go. 
Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Okay, okay go ahead. <laughs> um, so you're moving up. Not even moving up. I was just basically like doing everything that they said, okay. which was like fine because I feel like I needed to do that my first year. Right. But then I got to a point to where I was just like, okay, this is not fulfilling to me. And like, I don't want to do things this way in like the industry or even just like that system for the most part is like very tailored to like a specific type of person. Mm. And like, you know, so I was just like, yeah, I don't want to do that. So I did a lot to like try to like make that my thing of like, okay, well, if I stay here, how can I make my business how I want my business to be with talking to the people that I want? So like I hired like a life coach, I hired like a business coach and I was like trying to like, okay, well maybe if I work with just women and like maybe if I get even more specific on that, I work with just like what I define as like badass women, which could be like single moms, like crushing it and like going to school and working and still being a mom. Right. Or it could be like a CEO who's like crushing it because she's a badass that way. Right. So I tried things that way. And like, I just did all of these things to like, try to like make it feel more fulfilled for me. Um, which it did, it would for like short periods of times and I would try things and then I'd get to a point where I was just like, yeah, I don't think this is like my thing. Like I don't see myself doing this forever. Yeah. So I was with my, at the time boyfriend and we were both working a lot. Like we work both financial industry, but he's like on the mortgage side. Um, and so like we both had similar jobs, but very different at the same time, but like we can relate a lot. So he saw like how stressed I was and like unhappy and like I would work like late and like both of us working from home because COVID also hit at that oh, time. Yeah. Like the house would be a mess and like some of us would forget, like we might forget to eat sometimes because like we're both just working and you know yeah. stuff like that. And I was just like, I got to a point where I was just like, I, I don't think this is like going to be like sustainable long term. Um, so we had a conversation to where it was just like, well, like we both make good money. Do we really need both of our incomes? We weren't like engaged or anything at the time, but like we had that conversation, you know, because we did see each other like long-term partners. And so he was just like, well, maybe you quit. And like, maybe I just like provide and like, maybe you can, if you want to work, like you can, if you want to go to school, cause I was already considering like mm -hmm. the school that I'm in now, like you can do that. Um, and thankfully, like I made good money. So I was able to like save up a lot as well. So I had like cushion too, even if like, cause in my head at the time I was just like, okay, but like, I'm not even married to this person. Like, yeah. he has no yeah. commitment to me. So, like, I don't know if I want to do that. Um, so I, like, sat on that for a few months, like, of just, like, no, I'm going to thug it out because, like, I don't want to be dependent on, like, a man and, like, all this yeah. stuff, you yeah. know? Um, That's really hard to do. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and I still struggle with sometimes, but I'm definitely, like, a lot further than where I was at the time on that. Um, but, yeah, I just got to a point to where it was, like, okay, so... I did acid <laughs> out in nature. And I feel like whenever, like the pivotal moments of my life, I've always done some kind of like psychedelic to like help. I don't know why. I feel like yeah. they help my mind like think better and yeah. like take away the bullshit and just leave like what needs to be there. Right. So yeah, I basically just like saw my life like, okay, if I stay here, like I could literally see how my life was going to go, which is like cool, but it also seemed like pretty boring because I was just like, I literally know, like, if I do X, Y, like, like it's going to equal yeah. Z, you know? Yeah. And then the other route, I was like, I don't know what that entails at all. Like, I can't see anything. Like, it seems scary. Like, I don't know if we're even going to, like, get married. Like, I want to trust this person, but I don't know at the same right. time. That's hard, you know? But, like, at that moment in the trip, I was just like, I think I'd rather go with the unknown. Like, it seems kind of boring to go with, like, oh, I know exactly how life's going to play out. 
so yeah, that's when I was just like, okay, I think we're going to do it. Right. <laughs> um, so that was like step one. And I was actually, my initial intent was to go back to my old job with the kids. Um, but then somehow Texas came into the picture. <laughs> yeah, how did that come up? Honestly, it was just like random. We were just like, hi. And like it randomly came up. Wait, you guys like, chose Texas to move to? Well, yes. Okay. We did. But it wasn't like, oh, let's just move to Texas. It was like, we were like, okay, well, there's this state, this state, this state. Like yeah. we want to check out these cities. We like watched a bunch of like YouTube videos for like why you should move here, why right. you shouldn't move here. Um, and yeah, we ended up choosing Houston. I, it's so weird to me because like I feel like at least me before I moved to Texas and I feel like a lot of people who have never lived in Texas probably right. have this idea of like what Texas is right. yeah so then I always like feel weird sometimes because I'm like well Houston is really cool like yeah. I can't speak for the rest of Texas because I've never lived there you know yeah. but, like Houston is actually really dope and like very like multicultural and like yeah um when people would come visit us in Dallas like when I first when I first met Renee we lived together for probably like six months before we moved here. Mm. And it was really funny because like, obviously all my friends I ever grew up with were in Texas or grew mm-hmm. up in Texas. Um, and then his friends would like come visit us and they would be like shocked. They would be like, we lived in Dallas. So he would be like, like a normal place. They would be like, <laughs> Oh, like Dallas is actually like really cool. Like yeah. it's like, so like progressive. That's some of the, sometimes they would use those words and I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, it's not fucking like a hillbilly. Yeah. Fucking, I mean, parts of it are, but it's not like what you are thinking of Texas. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we went to visit. That's how we like we we basically like narrowed it down to like, okay we'll probably do Texas. But like, would it be Austin or would it be Houston? Mm -hmm. And then we just decided on Houston. Yeah. But like that whole transition was like really hard for me because it was like, okay well, I quit my job where I made like great money and like had a lot of stability. And I honestly I know the industry is hard, but like I personally feel like I didn't work that much for how much I got paid or like how much money I made. But so like leaving that security was like, am I sure I want to leave this? You know, like and also like talking about how we're like raised. Right. Like one thing my dad always told me and like I'm sure he told my sisters, too, was like, don't ever depend on a man. Like you better have like Mm -hmm. your shit together so that if anything ever happens, like you can fall back, you know. But I had to like really let go of like everybody else's voices in my head, like and just be like, no, like I'm doing this because this feels right to me and like I trust in myself I like trust in my now husband and like it's gonna work and if it's not gonna work then like I'll figure it out then but like why do I need to like sit here and worry about it now because none of these things have happened yet you know like all these like oh well what if this or you know what if this happens it's just like okay but why and I think what helped me um around this time I started like really getting into reading and I was reading a book called Think Like a Monk Mm -hmm. by Jay Shetty And I don't remember the exact like passage or chapter in there, but it was just basically talking about the idea of like one detachment and like letting go of whether it's an outcome or even like an actual like this is mine, like nothing is really yours, you know? Yeah. Um, And also like, yeah, just like letting go. So like that resonated with me a lot during that time in my life. And I was just like, yeah, like, why am I like so worried about these things? Because that's not even what it is right now. That's not my situation, you know? Like, why am I thinking about all that? And who's to say too that like, if you were at that job, they literally can fire you tomorrow. Yeah. Like for nothing. Right. That's what I always find so interesting when people are like, 
well, it's like a great secure job. And I'm like, no job is secure because it's held by someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, And there I technically had my own business, but it was mm-hmm. like, you still worked under a company. So like, right. they could fire me, but it would be a little bit harder than like your typical job, I right. guess you would say. But yeah, no, I definitely hear you for sure. Yeah. It's just like, sometimes the thing, um, that's like the most scary to us is, is so, um, like, it's not actually scary. Like when you actually sit down and think about it, right. Like you were saying like, okay, none of these things have happened. Mm-hmm. And like when they do happen, if they were to happen, which like they might not even happen, but if they were <laughs> to happen, then like I would just deal with it. Like you'd probably like, still be okay. You'd be fine. <laughs> you'd be fine. Yeah. When my sister was here, we were talking like, I was trying to convey that um, about uh, her missing her flight because, mm. uh, you know, the Long Beach airport is like super close, first of all. And, you know, it's like no security. Yeah. So she was wanting to get to the airport like two hours ahead. And I was like, girl, you are going to be mad if you get there at two hours ahead. You're going to be pissed because there's nothing to do. It's super fucking tiny. Like you don't need to be there ahead of Mm -hmm. time. I promise. Like I will get you an Uber at this time. You're not going to miss your flight. I promise. And she was like, well, what if I do? And I'm like, okay, what if you do? Then we handle it. Then Then you literally (laughs) roll over to the next flight. And she's like well, what if that one's full? I'm like, okay, then you literally fly the next day. And she's <laughs> like, well, then I have to do, I have to do this. And I'm like, okay, then you just do, yeah. do that. Yeah. Like, it's just not. Did she like, make her fly? No, she made it. She literally right. had like an, I think 40 minutes because I'm a definitely like an on-time person. California has made me more of a late person. But, <laughs> I was um, sorry, I was late. <laughs> no, no, that's not, no, that's yeah. totally fine. No, I, I'm definitely more of like an on-time, like I like to be like I stress more about time, but Renee is literally like the worst. Oh my God. He's like the worst person with time. He's <laughs> not in a bad way. I think he just doesn't like, he doesn't he's stress like, we'll about be fine. Time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely like being with him and then moving to California. I always am like an hour late to everything. Well, the traffic here. Yeah. Yeah. You can always crazy. blame the traffic. Yeah. <laughs> but also like th- you really don't know sometimes like living here, like you really don't know, like it could have took you right today. It could have took you 20, 30 minutes or, or it could take me an hour, it an, hour, took you an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. This really depends on not only the time, but like if there's something random going mm-hmm. on, you just really never know. So. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. You always have to plan with like a grace period. Yes, always. It's just really crazy. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, California has definitely made me more of a late person. Like completely. Um, Maybe that's why I'm a late person. My family knows. I'm trying to do better. I've gotten better. Like I'm not as late, but I'm, I'm still that like late person. Okay, where did we, why did we even did get we on left that off? subject? Mm. You were saying... Uh, we were talking about jobs and mm-hmm, and being mm-hmm. secure. Yeah. So I. So you left your job. Yeah, I left. You guys chose Houston. My job. We did choose Houston. And that was like hard for me for a while to like just not have a job. <laughs> because yeah. like anywhere you go when you're out, like yeah. anyone you talk to, even like my dad, he lives in the Philippines, but like even him, he'll be like, so what are you doing for work now? You know, and it's just like, what do I say to that? Yeah. You know? So I, that's why I thought it would be a good thing because even though I, I yeah. think I'm still not like a hundred percent confident in it, but like, I'd say like when I first quit, I was probably like at a zero percent confidence right. of like owning, you know, like, yeah. oh, I don't work, but now I'm probably at like a 70 or something, you yeah. know? And I'm like gradually working to just be like, no, like I don't work. Like I'm just like living and yeah. figuring things out, you know? Um, and I feel very blessed to be at a point in my life to where I can do that. But then I also like with all of the like self-growth and healing and things that I've done, like I look back on my life and I'm literally like, oh, 
I can see like, oh, I went through this because like, this is where I'm supposed to be, you know? And it's like made me a lot more grateful, like for things that maybe I had like more negative views on in my past of things that have happened. So yeah. So I think that's why I wanted to talk about that because I think there's probably a lot of people or just if not a lot, maybe some people who might be in like similar situations or maybe even want a situation like that, but might feel like ashamed for it because I lived probably like for a year. That's why I always am like so proud of Michelle because like obviously she quit her job too, but I feel like her transition period for her to be able to like own it was a lot shorter than mine. Mine took probably like a year. Like I felt like so like I don't even know if ashamed is like the right word but guilty I think guilty is a better word like guilty because like oh my god especially during COVID time like people are struggling and like some people can't even pay their bills or like their home you know like there's, there's a lot going on with COVID right and I was just like and I'm like sitting here ashamed or like feeling guilty that like I don't have to work you know yeah so that like took a lot of like self work of like no like it's okay like you deserve this and I that's something I had to work on is like feeling like I I did deserve this you know yeah. and like it's okay to like be where I'm at and like there's nothing wrong with like owning it you know yeah so yeah, yeah and I think it's like I think a lot of people who could probably relate to this is like stay-at-home moms or mm. like stay-at-home moms that maybe their kids go back to school but then they don't go back to work type of yeah person, right like that's who I really think of when I think of this but not only that those people but also like um I just thought of this now is like when you own your own business, right? When you own your own business and you, like I was saying, like I had to take time off from like progressing in my business. That was like the same type of feeling, right? Like I have always been like, I'm always like having two jobs, three jobs, like always like same thing with my dad is like, oh, well, like you need Yeah, to, I've worked since I was able to work, like, which is like what, 15 and a half or Yeah, literally I've yeah. never like not had a job. So, mm-hmm. or multiple jobs. And so like, yeah, getting and now and then like I actually quit my job too which I didn't really even remember until and like just relied on Renee's income I didn't really remember that until you were saying this right now but I did feel very like weird at that time um and same thing I think I kind of like was like oh let me like try to like um work on like my fitness and like becoming a trainer and I did do that before I got hired as a trainer um but my whole point in saying that was basically saying like taking time off, even if you own your own business and taking a second to just like step back from like progressing because it's not only about earning money, but it's like that mental aspect of like, oh, I'm like pushing forward towards something like, um, that's defined in this way by society, Mm. right? Like career finance, finances, whatever it may be. If you're not pushing forward towards something, then somehow it's looked upon as like lazy bad all these stereotypes Mm -hmm. that we assign yeah so even like the at the beginning of the year like being like hey I need to take a step back and I need to like not push forward in my business I need to like not promote anything I need to just like be like myself I remember being like like I already do a lot of different things and this is so like I know I always talk about Renee you guys but um he's going to come on the podcast. So I'm really excited. Yeah. (laughs) He's, I'm really excited to have him on, but he, um, he had me do this like, uh, practice because I am a generator. So, um, 
hold on, pause. Let me just tell you guys that <laughs> Jelly, it did get her um, human design chart read by um, Jenna, Jenna mm-hmm. who you guys know. Really she nice. just had her episode two. Um, and she's a projector. And then I am a generator. And so Renee's actually also a projector. So he's like really like relaxed, doesn't like, isn't go, go, go all the time. Um, but I am go, go, go all the times, which is why I'm always like, I've had three jobs, Mm -hmm. but, um, anyways, so at the beginning of the year when Renee was like, you need to take a break, you have hit your breaking point. Like a lot is happening. Like you need to take a step back. Um, what an exercise that he had me do because hold on, let me finish my thought. An exercise (laughs) that he had me do is he had me write down everything that I do in like a week. Like Mm. what things do I do in a week? Um, this could be big and small. Yeah. Big and small. Mm. Like, okay. I'm making sure like the dogs are, are good. Like I'm working out this many times. I'm, um, you know, doing X amount of hours for the trucking business. I'm posting this many times on Instagram. I'm even like cooking your food, making random things, right? So you had me write down all these things. And because I was like, the reason he had me do this exercise is because I was like, if I'm not like pushing forward in my business and I'm not like launching and I'm not like creating a program or I'm not like doing X, Y, and Z, like what the fuck am I doing? Mm. And he was like, well, let's look at what you're doing. Mm. Like, here's what you're doing. So he had me write down all these things. Oh my God. And I was like, it's so crazy because I looked at the list and even though it was a lot of things, it felt like nothing to me. Mm -hmm. And I think what I diagnosed in that is like, none of those things, um, felt like hard to me. They felt very easy, Mm. you know, like doing things for his business. Like it's very, like it's simple things that I do, but it does take time that that's something to be said, right? Like taking care of the dogs. Obviously I need to do that. Like cooking our food. Yeah. I need Mm. to do that. Right. So none of these things felt like challenging or like, um, or like hard to me. And so something that, um, my coach at the time said, Brianna was like, you know, your business is actually supposed to feel like that too. Mm. Like things that you do that for are fulfilling to you should actually feel, they shouldn't feel hard. Mm. Like they shouldn't feel exhausting. They shouldn't feel like a huge challenge that you're trying to like always overcome. And so when I did that and I realized like, okay, I'm doing a ton of things. They're just not super challenging. And the way that I'm viewing like how I'm successful is by how much I'm literally like challenged and like how much I'm hitting a wall. Like I was like, oh my God, like my perception is of like hard work and my perception of success is like totally fucked. Mm. So I feel like, I don't even know why I started talking about that now that I'm like, you were talking about like the two different types, like stay home moms and awesome business owners that could relate. It is okay to take a break. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. And some things that were coming up I don't know if I'll hit them all because I won't remember them all, but like. Interrupt me, please. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, you're okay. Well, okay. Which way do I want to go with this? Which one do I want to say first? Well, like for you, I think like the thing that you said towards the end is like, I don't know if this is true for you, but like for me, I had to realize during this process was like, what actually resonates with me and like what I want and like my values and like, right. what did I learn? What was I conditioned by right, society sure. and the people around me? And like that helped me because like, 
even when I was working as a financial planner, I always felt like ah, this is not what I want to do. And it didn't completely resonate with me, but I made great money. So it was like I pushed through. Right. Right. But I never felt like, oh, this is what I should be doing. And that actually like how you I like how you brought up like it could be even be for business owners to like take a step back and like right. work on themselves, because that's actually kind of what sparked it was. In I think it was 2020 when the whole George Floyd thing happened. Right. So as a projector and also with my uh, emotional center undefined, I like feel emotions from like yeah. others and the world around me and stuff like very intensely. So like that week for me, obviously, I know it was hard for a lot of people, but like for me, it was also really hard. And like to the point where like I think that was probably the first time my husband had seen me cry because I was just Ever? like since we were together, I think so probably. What? I'm not a big crier. More recently, I would say probably in the last year, I started opening up to oh, crying, I, but I'm not a big crier. Like, <laughs> or if I'm I did cry, it would be like by myself because I didn't want people to see me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah, he like came up to my office at the time and was like, just found me crying and was just like, what is what is going on? Yeah. You know? And I was just like, this is a lot. Like, And just like venting to him about how I felt about everything and like how it affected me and like, um, my MD at the time, I, I like had to tell him literally, like, I'm probably going to take this month off. Like, don't expect me to produce. Don't expect me to be taking meetings. And like, that was the first time I really, I would say in that industry or in that job position, like set my boundary of like, this is, I'm doing this for me. Like I need to. And that's actually what sparked everything else because I was like, there's bigger problems out there than finances. Like, obviously I know a lot of people need the help. Right. And I did enjoy it when I did it, but like, there's so many other problems going on in the world that I don't want this to be the one thing that I'm focusing right. on. And that's kind of how it spiraled to like, okay, how do I make this practice? And how I kind of started it off with, um, when I hired the business coach and life yeah. coach and trying to make things happen. And so it was kind of like, I took time for myself to yeah. figure out like, you know, what do I actually want? And like, where do I see my life going and stuff like that? So it's like a time of reflection mm-hmm. for a lot of people that I think that's what COVID sparked oh for sure because you just had so much time like yeah with yourself at home you couldn't do anything yeah and you had to be like wait why am I even like doing this job or like do I really like I think a lot of things that I hear too is like even down to like very simple things like why did I go and get my nails done every week like I didn't need to do that like or I don't actually don't need to get like lash extensions or actually don't need to like do this or whatever, like things that we are just like in our routine that we're just like doing, right. Mm. We're going, going, going that when we took a step back in COVID and like, just took a, like a halt or like, actually, like, I don't even want to implement that again. Mm-hmm. Like I have no desire to implement that. That was yeah. a lot of things for me. That's good. Like small things, but, um, I think COVID as much as like sad as it was and as like bad as it was for like a lot of people I think it was also really good for a lot of people like I've seen a lot of businesses start during COVID I've seen a lot of people like start focusing on their like mental health during COVID and like just doing a lot more things like for themselves and for their overall health and stuff which I think was really cool yeah it was definitely like a silver lining for sure on Mm -hmm. something that could be like very or that was I guess very Mm -hmm. um, detrimental to a lot of people so Mm mm-hmm yeah. Um, okay. So what happened? So like, wait, I have okay. something else. Okay. Based yes. off what you Thank said you before. For <laughs> so. And Adelie's like, I'm not interrupting. I know. <laughs> I know. I could see it on your face. <laughs> no, you're fine. I'm really trying to work on not interrupting. That's why I'm like, I'm going to let people finish. And when they're done, that's a it hard doesn't thing. always work, but no, <laughs> it doesn't work for me either. <laughs> yeah. 
So then the other thing you said was like, it could also resonate with like stay at home moms, yeah. or like people who have kids, but don't go back to work after their kids go off. Right. So it's funny that you say that because, so when I started in the financial industry, I had a coworker who did this exercise with me and he, I've never told anybody else this really until after that fact, who he was just like, Hey, if you had like a movie of your life that played out from here until like late, like till you passed, but like starting from now, like, what would that look like? And I forget exactly what I said, but it was something along the lines of like, I do really well in my career here. Like I would meet somebody who was also doing really well in their career. We'd get a dog and eventually I'd like quit and I'd be like a stay at home mom, which was like really weird for me to like, like when I said that to him, I was like, whoa, I've never like really voiced that. Like I always knew it like internally just because of like how I was up, uh, up brought is that the correct term brought up uh, brought up there you go yeah <laughs> i'm like up brought that doesn't sound right <laughs> um yeah how i was brought up um i just always like if i did have like a kid i wanted to make sure i was like with them to like right. help them with like their growing and like their homework and just to have like an actual relationship because my mom was she wasn't necessarily a single mom but she kind of was like my dad was like in and out of the picture i would see him like once a week or something but like really she took on most of the work so she was like always working trying to like provide for me and my brother which I like really love her for that and respect her and stuff but like at the same time it left me with like oh like I'm not really close to my dad I'm not really close to my mom you know so like that was something that was always really important to me if I did have kids right so like being able to identify that with him I was always like oh shit like I said that out loud you know yeah and it was just kind of like a realization for me and I never really said it to anybody again probably until my now husband and like, I was always ashamed for it really, because I feel like, I don't know if y'all feel this or if you do, but like, I feel like we're in such like a progressive time because like of the history with like how suppressed women right. were yeah. to where it's like, you know, you do for yourself and like, don't depend on a man and like all of that stuff right. that like, I did feel a little ashamed to like want that because it's like, oh, like I, I want to be at home, you know? No, that's a really good point because I feel like, like like you're saying like, yeah, we are in such like a progressive time where you can like really women, we can do whatever we want. Right. But it also breeds like this feeling of like, if you do want those old like school values or like those old things, I don't know what to really call them, like, um, aspects of your life. Like it almost makes you feel like, why do, like, do I, like, should I be wanting that? Mm -hmm. Like, or is that like, um, I don't know the word I'm trying to use or is that like, like old school? Like I shouldn't want that anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was a lot of that. And I still kind of do. It's funny though, because now me and my husband are like, fuck them kids. (laughs) (laughs) You guys don't want to have kids? Uh, We probably will. I think we probably will, but not anytime soon. But you're still young. But also who knows? (laughs) Yeah. You're, you're younger than, are you younger than Michelle? We're the same age. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll be 30 this year. I know. I'm like, I went to my, I went to lunch with a friend yesterday and I forgot how young she is. She's 26. And I was like, oh my God, like I feel so old. (laughs) I mean, we're not old, but I'm just like, wow. Like time is flying. It flies. Yeah. But yeah, um, it is really weird thinking like that, like you can want those things, even though they're like different than like they're, um, I don't know the word that I'm trying to use. Like they're old school. Like, um, I'm trying to think too, but it's not coming. It's almost like, um, (laughs) I had to let go. We talked about this too, before we started, but like I had to let go of control too a lot, Mm. um, at the beginning of this year. And that was very hard for me to do. 
like letting go of control of like, oh, I'm going to like, um, just allow Renee's business only to, and I'm not going to even try to like provide, Mm. um, financially for us. Um, even down to like, like control is such a weird thing, but like, even down to like, um, letting him like choose like the restaurant for like our Mm. anniversary. That was like my first like thing that I was like, because I actually like to choose that. Like I actually like that. And he doesn't really, um, really care. But I was like, no, I'm going to like, let you fully choose it. Like, you know, you're not going to, I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to try to like control what time we're going. Like if we make it to the reservation or not, like it's on you, like Mm. it's all up to you. Like that was a very hard for me to do. And it's like, so not a like, because I think we grew up in this era, right. Of like, we can do anything like women can do anything. And it's like, yeah. But then it's like, we also don't like, it's almost, um, demasculating to like, not be able to ever give up Mm. control. There's like a fine line and a balance Mm. of like letting go of your control for your partner or your husband because you trust them versus Mm. like being able to do it on your own. Mm -hmm. It's like a very fine line. Yeah. No, for sure. And I think it's also just like trust, like you said, trust It's like trusting trust. in in the process or trusting in your husband, like whether it's with your business, like the process, like if I know if I do these things, like I don't have to think about the outcome. Right. right. Or like even just trusting and he's able to make the reservation and show up on time right? or whatever and yeah. like not feeling stressed out about it and putting That's the exact same thing it. I was just trying to convey to my sister is like, well, what if you don't make the reservation? Like then what happens? Mm hmm nothing fucking happens yeah. like you'll figure it out you choose another restaurant yeah. like or you go to that restaurant you wait longer like nothing happens exactly and that's what it was so when I was made that decision on my trip I was like sitting there and I had that realization of like I've been through shit before and I've had like hardships before and I've had to figure shit out before and every time I was okay yeah. like I figured it out you know yeah. so like why am I gonna stress off of it like I will be okay and like I'll figure it out but like there's no point in sitting there I don't have to figure it out, like, right now. Yeah. yeah. About something that might not even happen, you know? Like, yeah. So, yeah. It's definitely... But it does take a lot to just, like, surrender that. And what works for me... I even did this, actually, before we came on here. It was, like, if I'm ever feeling any, like, negative emotions or just something that I'm not really feeling like I should... Like, I want, is, like, I'll just do, like, a little surrendering meditation to, like, be, like... Like, identify the feelings that I'm feeling, but then, like, giving them back to the universe and being, like, I know I should be here. And, like, whatever it is, like, I'll figure it out. So... Yeah. Did you feel that way because of, like, nerves or, like... Today? Yeah. 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 Because it's hard for me... Well... Okay, if anybody follows me on Instagram, I feel like it seems like I can express myself very well because I'll like get on there and like talk about things that I'm like passionate about or care about. But like sometimes being able to show up authentically as myself is hard for me, especially voicing, because I'm really good at like typing things or writing things. But sometimes I don't say what I mean or like I say something. I'm like, oh, that's not how I meant it. Yeah, Yeah. You know, so I think I just get in my head a lot. So I was like trying to just like, it's fine. Like whatever's going to come out is fine. And like, it'll be okay. Yeah. Surrendering. That's Mm -hmm. a really good way to say it too. Is like, that's really like, I think what you're identifying that feeling is like, um, is like, uh, like resistance. Mm. Cause that's, I was feeling that this week too with something else. And I was feeling the same way. Like I told her name, I was like, I'm feeling a lot of like, I'm feeling like a lot of like resistance to doing this. Like, and I don't want to do it to and the podcast no 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 um coaching 
No, it was like a family thing. Mm. But I You're was just like, talking about in general. Okay. Gen- mm-hmm. In general, I just real like noticed because I was feeling like um, probably because I was feeling like a little bit of resentment um, towards that activity and like mm. right, but taking a second to even like say like hey like I'm feeling a little resistance instead of just like ignoring it Mm. you know instead of just like saying like oh I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna identify that like you were saying like sometimes just just acknowledging it is like enough it is right oh okay it's there but it doesn't have to like it doesn't have any control yeah exactly we took a pee break yeah (laughs) you can't tell we're back um so we were talking about confidence in um in leaving your job or maybe being a stay-at-home mom and all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like kind of catch us up to like that point from that point to like now and how you kind of like transitioned from, from feeling like guilty, like you were saying, or um, ashamed of like wanting that. And then to now just like fully embracing it and just like owning it. Yeah. I would say I'm still not a hundred like fully embrace like I said earlier I'm probably at like 70% right like I still go back and forth every now and then but I think what happened from then until now was just like I had a lot more time like being in Houston and not having like friends and family around I was able to focus on myself a lot more yeah like I don't have distractions like I have no excuses not to like look within and like figure shit out right you know? so I had to do a lot of like self-work of like building my confidence for one you know but like I feel like with building confidence comes with like knowing yourself so like the more that I got to know myself the more confident I felt right because I was able to like I was saying earlier see things in my life of like x y and z happened so that I could be here right yeah um and like it literally feels like some like traumas that happened in my life I went through those so that I can be to where I am which is like crazy to think about because like you can't see it at the moment yeah you know so I had to like rediscover things about myself or like reframe, I guess, like reframe the way I thought about things in my past to be like, oh no, this is like, that was supposed to happen. Right. Like, I'm grateful for it, you know? Um, I, I think you talk a lot about journaling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I journal a lot too. So I bought, but sometimes I get like writer's block, just like free writing journaling. So I bought this journal called Soul Therapy, I think it's called. We can, we can put that in the Amazon notes. Yes. On Amazon. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been so good. I've actually gifted it to like a few people and they've also really enjoyed oh, it. Oh, really? And it's just basically like a journal prompt. Like you're only supposed to do one a day. Oh, like I see you post it. it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's actually helped me a lot because it asks questions that like, I'm not always like, I'm not really thinking about. Right. And that, like one of them that I remember was like, like, what are your hobbies? Like, what are things you enjoy? And before that, I would be like. I don't have hobbies, you know, but it's like, oh no, I actually have a lot of hobbies. Like I like to cook. I like to learn. I listen to podcasts. I work out. Like there's so many things that I like do. Right. But I just didn't think of them as like, that's my hobby. So there's like things in that journal that have helped me like kind of like embrace who I am as well as like kind of just own it. Like another one in there, I forget the exact question, but it was something along the lines of like, or how I interpreted it was like, what do you want to be remembered for? I think that was the actual prompt, but how I took it was like, if people were at my funeral, like what would I want to be like said about me? And like the one thing, like the first thing that popped into my mind was like, I want to be inspirational, but like not necessarily like having people, like I said at the beginning, like not necessarily people following what I'm exactly doing, but just more so like showing them that like, it's okay to like be yourself or like, it's okay to like heal and grow or it's okay to set boundaries. It's okay to not be the person you were five years ago and like all of that stuff. Yeah. So I think that journal has helped me a lot. Um, 
as well as just like I think time for me was like it too right like after a certain amount of time you're just like okay you're fucking here like deal with it you know yeah and like own it like it's fine and it's funny even on Netflix have you watched Inventing Anna yeah okay so there's a scene in there I don't remember the exact scene but I think she's like at dinner with somebody and someone is like oh so what do you do for work and she's like work like do you like to work like I don't work you know and I remember telling my husband like how I need to like channel my inner Anna yeah I can't feel it like I wasn't able to just like own it you know and like yeah no like it's true like yes some people love what they do but like at the end of the day I'm sure people would also love to have the freedom to like do whatever they want and like that's what I'm doing like pretty much every day like I'm like okay what do I feel like doing today and like yeah let me do that you know yeah um so I think it's just been like time as well as like working on myself like I do do a lot of self-work like every morning I like journal and meditate sometimes i might do like breathing exercises bro times. <laughs> daddy is like attacking He's, like, her been licking legs my knees all day <laughs> go lay down um what was i saying you do journaling meditate or yeah meditating. i just do like a lot of self-work which feels like my job sometimes yeah it's like i'm literally like there was a moment like and while we were living there that i was just like i had to let him know because i was going i was processing something that was like heavy for me and I just had to let him know like hey I'm probably not gonna be like very energetic and like I'm probably gonna be like in my room a lot like thankfully I'm, I'm glad like in our house I have like a room designated for like my office slash meditation slash just like my place right so like I'll go there and like just take the time that I need for whatever that's really important having, yeah like, your own space yes so I love it um so yeah I just do a lot of self-work which feels like my job almost because like I do it so yeah. much but I think that's been, like, the biggest thing is just, like, really realizing, like, who I am and where I came from and, like, owning that and, like, being okay with it. And, like, actually knowing it because I feel like we know a lot of things subconsciously, but, like, to bring it to the conscious yeah. level is different. I think that's huge. Like, I, what I hear you saying is, like, time, mm-hmm. taking a step back, mm-hmm. right, reflecting and, like, acknowledging the things that we, like, know about ourselves, right? That we, like, like you said, like, sometimes don't want to, like, bring to light or, like, admit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, like, something I learned a lot um, in the last, like, six months or a year is, like, when we're asking ourselves, like, oh, my God, or saying out loud, maybe, like, oh, my God, I don't have time to do, like, this. Or, like, I don't have, like, I can never do X, Y, and Z or whatever. We know, like, or, like, I guess the biggest example I get in my DMs is, like, I don't have, I, like... I can never make it to the gym. I don't know why I can't make it to the gym. Mm. I don't know why I can't, like, get motivated to eat healthier or why I can't get motivated to do X, Y, and Z. And most of the time, my response and what I feel is, like, we know why. Like, 99% of the time, like, you already know exactly why you're getting blocked. We have all the answers. (laughs) Jenna says that all the time. Like, the answers are already within us Mm -hmm. 100% of the time. So it's like, we know like why we're not doing it, right? We know what's blocking us. We can give all these excuses of like X, Y, and Z, like the kids and this and that and the other. And I'm not not ever saying that those aren't valid, but we know what's really standing behind that. Mm -hmm. And when you, the only way that you can like see that and admit that and take time and like process through that is like taking a step back and Mm -hmm. reflecting on yourself. So because I already know people are going to ask about this. Um, So for someone that maybe 
doesn't like have all like still does have a job and has to have a job and has to give their time to that job how do you think that they could implement something like what you're doing right like Mm -hmm. reflecting meditating journaling with like a super busy schedule Mm -hmm. how could they do that without it being like being their full-time job so I don't want to sound super cliche but I think it's like also true that we make time for what we want to make time for and what's Mm -hmm. important to us because like when you say that I'm thinking about it and I started working on myself when I was working with the kids but like I would say I was like fully immersed like started going like even harder at it when I was actually working my financial planning job yeah and sometimes that looked like I get home and it's like 11 p.m but like I'm still journaling right or I'm doing a five minute meditation in the morning or um even like working out could be some like I think the the thing that's also important to acknowledge is like what works for me isn't gonna work for like everybody Right. right so I think just taking some time to one like adventure out and see like what does work for you and like what does bring you that peace or what does help you get to know yourself a little bit more is like the first step like what works for you but then two like just stop making excuses and like just doing it and it doesn't even have to be like every day because that's something that I've even had to yeah that's something I've had to even come to more recently because for a while I did have like a pretty consistent schedule like every morning I'm gonna like meditate I'm gonna do you know like all of the things but like some days you just don't and yeah. like I used to beat myself up about it because I'm like oh I didn't like meditate today or I didn't journal or you know whatever but it's just like it's okay you yeah. know so I think there's like also a balance of like yes we need to work on ourselves but like also like if it doesn't happen 24 7 or like every single right. day like that's okay too um but yeah I, I think it just is like figure out what works for you and if you do know what works for you like make time for it and I would say at least weekly like I think weekly like a good gauge like totally. I think it has to be every day but at least like once or twice a week would be like a good start and it's really just, it could even be like five minutes yeah like it could be like a five minute quick like journal or a five quick a five minute quick like meditation like how I started meditating was through an app called simple habit mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like calm and like there's other ones out there but that one helped me a lot just to like get into it yeah. and like now I'm at a place to where like I don't even need a guided meditation I can right. just like do it on my own um but that might not work for some people. Like, right. I know Michelle um, doesn't like journaling, really. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but I really love journaling, and it helps me, like, figure out, like, my emotions and, like, what I'm actually thinking and stuff like that. Um, but I did, like, a lot of, like, different things. Yeah, so trying a lot of yeah, things, Yeah, just, too. like, trying and figuring out what works for you. Um, and, like, just making the time and, like, knowing that, like, a lot of the times we are the ones getting in our own way. Like, yeah, I know, like, we're all busy, and, like, especially if you're working and, like, going to school and, like, you might have a kid or, like, whatever it is, you know? Like, yes, we are busy. I'm not saying, like, that's not true, but there's always time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, the biggest thing is, like, not only, like, seeing, like, where the pockets of time could be, mm-hmm. but letting go of, like, um, like, that you can't give time to yourself. Like, that feeling of, like, you're not worth giving time to yourself because mm. X, Y, and Z may suffer, right? Um, like I know for my sister, whenever she was going, starting to go to the gym, Mm -hmm. that was her big thing, um, was like starting to go to the gym and like picking her kids up later Mm. from daycare. And so like as a mom, right, she was like, that was pretty hard for me because, you know, I was thinking like, I should, I need to be there as much as I can, Mm -hmm. right? Like I already work, like I'm not already not there. Like I need to pick them up as soon as possible, but getting over that, that, um, 
like that mental block of like, I don't deserve to have that 30 minutes to myself, Mm -hmm. you know, like, is that 30 minutes really going to make a difference to the kids or is it really just another like thing for you to feel, um, like you're not worth giving time to yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a big thing too, is like, you're saying like being able to find the pockets of time, but it also allowing yourself to feel, um, worthy of having that time to yourself. And it does take time. Like, I didn't oh, meditate course. one day and was like, all right, like, this is great. I'm going to do it all the time. You know? Yeah. It, it takes practice. But I think it's also, like, yes, knowing, like, you're worth it, but also, like, giving yourself grace at the same time, too. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, but, like, how you mentioned, like, picking out, like, pockets of time. So I meant to, like, do my little surrendering meditation that I mentioned, like, in the car. But I forgot. So, like, literally when I went to the bathroom, I was like, I got to go, like, pee or whatever, right? Yeah. I, like, did, like, a quick little, like, surrendering meditation. Yeah. Because I just was, like, I need to do this. So it's, like, just really finding any time that you can. And it doesn't even have to be 30 minutes. Yeah. It could be starting with, like, two minutes. And yeah. then it turned into five and then ten. And then, like, you know, just build on things. Sometimes that's even, like, just having that, like, little, like, selfish, like, mental check-in with yourself. Like, in a time where, like, today, right? Like, you're coming here to record, right? So, like... I'm just putting myself in your shoes that sometimes you're like, oh, like you can feel like overwhelmed with like, oh, I'm, I'm there to like be there to, to record. So I'm on Alicia's time and like, oh, I need to hurry up and start doing it. Cause I'm already late, whatever. I'm just saying the thoughts that maybe I would have had if I was you mm-hmm. a year ago or two years ago, but saying like, okay, you know what? I'm going to take a little bit longer in the bathroom here. I'm going to just like recenter myself. And like, it's only, what is it? Like Did two you even minutes? No. Exactly. I was literally like, okay, should I set it up yet or not? <laughs> like I'm already thinking of a thousand things. Like, so what I've realized too, is that like most of the time, like people are also doing their own thing. So they don't really care that you're taking time to yourself, mm-hmm. but it's our like own need to like please or to like, be there or to be like like we're saying like access service or be needed like Mm. yeah so I think it's like being selfish too in the fact of like you don't always have to be like giving to someone else or like um like giving your attention like you can take a second and like slow down and like be selfish for just a second like it's not gonna be and I think that the more you give to people the more you need to like give back oh for sure yeah (laughs) yeah for sure I think that's something that um, Renee taught me a lot of times is, like, to be selfish. Mm -hmm. And I think of that all the time. Um, There's a chapter in um, a book I just read um, that was – I'll put – actually, I don't think it's on the the book list, but I'll put it on the book list. It's by Tim Grover. and um, Relentless? No, it's his second one, Winning. Mm -hmm. So Relentless is good, too. I haven't read either. I just know (laughs) yeah I know everybody knows that but yeah winning was pretty good and one of his um one of the chapters was about being selfish and how selfish has a bad name but um that being selfish is actually like why wouldn't you be selfish like you are your only like ally so why wouldn't like of course you're number one to yourself like why wouldn't you be and um he talks a lot about like being selfish in small moments in your life and like knowing that you being selfish is actually like the more it allows you to give more to other people and like giving more to yourself makes you can make you actually like a better person and a better partner yeah and all that so yeah I think selfishness is important 
Yeah. I actually have like 30 pages left, but I started this book called Essentialism. Oh, I have that book too. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I haven't read it So yet. I read most of it and then I kind of got to a point where I was like, I just started reading another book, but I'm going to finish it eventually. Um, but they talk about that too, how like, because they tell a lot of stories of like CEOs or business owners uh-huh. and stuff like that. And they like, he tells a story of like the CEO that used to like give so much to like all of his team that he spread himself very thin and like he ended up I think he hired if I remember the book correctly I think he hired like the author of the book as like his coach oh uh-huh and he was like no you need to only like focus on the things that are like really important to right. you and like that ended up being like he spends more time at home because his family was feeling like they were like not really important yeah. because he was spending so much time at work and he ended up finding that like even though he was spending less time at work even people at work were like respecting him more right and, like, then people at home were, like, loving, not necessarily loving him more because they still loved him, but, like, you know, like, yeah, more appreciative of the time he was spending. And, like, his life just, like, turned around and was, like, better even though he was spending less time. And it seemed like he was being selfish, but really it was just, like, nurturing the things that really mattered to him. Yeah. And I think, I think that's just, like, how we were raised in a way is, like, you need to always be, like, mindful of others and, like, give to others, you know? Yeah. Like, so to grow, like, be like, like others oh, before yourself. Like, what, isn't that, like, a thing we learned in Oops. school? Like, <laughs> put others' needs before your own? Probably, I'm sure. And I'm like, that is literally, like, ew. Like, <laughs> ew. Now that I think about it, I'm like, ew. I would, like, I don't want to do that. Exactly. Like, in some situations, yes. Like, you could be a good Samaritan, I guess is the term. But, like, my sister and I are actually talking about this because we always got into arguments when we were kids because she always was, a, she pleased my parents. That was like her number one priority was to please my parents. Mm-hmm. And my number one priority was my, I think myself, mm-hmm. um, even as a kid. And so we would always get in these fights because I would always be like, yo, like we are <laughs> siblings. Like what the fuck? Like we're supposed to be having each other's back. Like, you're supposed to have my back. I'm supposed to have your back. Like, we are us against the parents. Like, what the heck? And mm-hmm. she would always wrap me out. She would always, like, give me up because she was very, like, I think maybe, like, scared of my parents mm-hmm. in a way. So we'd always have these fights about, like, um, I was, like, you need to be on my team. And so, actually, when she came on the podcast, we were talking about something else. And um, she was, like, well, I um, I don't know how she said it, but... She was like, well, yeah, like I wanted to, I just wanted to, uh, my number one priority was to, um, please mom and dad. And I was like, and she was like, and yours wasn't, I'm like, yeah, because my number one priority was me. Mm -hmm. Like, and that, like, why wouldn't that be my number one priority? Yeah. Like even not as a kid, just talking about like, as an adult, like you should be your own number one priority. Like, mm-hmm. you are the only person that you're ever going to have, just like we were talking about, like, you're the only person that's going to have your own back, like, with men, anything doesn't only apply to women, but just, like, in general, like, you have to put your own needs before your, before anybody else's, and I think, okay, have you read Existential Kink? Mm-hmm. I don't okay. think I've heard of that. It's, like, it talks about, basically, how, like, the things that we say that we don't want, Right? Like, oh, I don't want to like feel stressed about this. I don't want to feel like, um, I don't want to feel like I have no money all the time or whatever it is that those are actually things that we love to feel. That's why we continue to feel them. That's why we continue to like bring them into our lives is because actually 
feeling like stressed or feeling like this makes us like, what are we getting from that? Like, what are we mm. receiving from that? Oh, we get to feel like the victim. We get to feel uh, helpless in some way, right? Yeah. Like somehow we're wanting that feeling, right? And oh, wait, where was I going with that? Oh, selfishness. Okay, so like with selfishness, <laughs> a lot of times, like when we're doing things for others, they're actually like when we're wanting when we're saying like, oh, well, I'm just like, like a people pleaser, right? I'm, oh, but it's really for us. It's really for you. Yeah, yeah, for, uh-huh, yeah. Like, in, in a lot of cases, yeah. I'm not saying every case, but like, in a lot of cases, right, like, why are we doing all these things for other, for It's like, because it makes others? me feel good. It's going to make you feel like yeah. the hero, <laughs> makes you feel like, so like, um, superior, mm-hmm. or it makes you feel like they're indebted to you, or like, that's your ego, right? But yeah. like, really, a lot of times, like, unselfish acts are actually very selfish if you really think about it so putting yourself first and being selfish can actually be like the most unselfish thing Mm -hmm. that you do yeah I got very like zoomed out right now but (laughs) (laughs) like I don't know how we got on this topic but yeah I selfishness I think is like a really good topic and I feel like a lot of times that's what a lot of people with confidence I feel like um struggle with is they're like oh I just want to like please others Mm. I want to please everybody else around me because I'm nervous that they won't accept me if they're not if I'm not somehow like pleasing them Mm. it's like that well like what you're saying how I hear it is that whole saying of like you can't pour from an empty cup right yeah because it's pretty much like well if you're not doing the things that you need to feel your best then like how are you even going to give to somebody else if you're not feeling yeah that's the CEO right like Mm -hmm. How can he be a good CEO if he's, like, his family life is struggling, like, he's always there at work, like, no, everyone's like, why aren't you leaving? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, yeah. like, can't pour from a empty cup. Yeah. 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 Okay, I think we're going to go eat now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go uh, eat. I know, I think we're going to have to cut it off. Um, I'll come back. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god, oh my god, I think it's not recording. Why? It's like, I tell you guys, technical difficulties because I don't have a freaking podcast producer person, but Yeah, she's doing it all on her own. It's fine. We're we're manifesting a, we're manifesting a producer. It's all gonna work out. Um, well, we are gonna go eat, so I think we'll just kind of (laughs) like, like, I think we're gonna end it here, and then we're gonna have Jelly come back. So I hope you guys really enjoyed jelly's episode jelly's real name is angelica oh yeah so but (laughs) (laughs) the government name (laughs) yeah um but yeah we will have everything over like i said i'll have i'll have whoa okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm like so flustered i'm like oh my god i know Um, we'll have uh i'll have jelly's info linked down below um her instagram just two instagrams so I do have two answers. Yeah. Can Wait, you... question really fast. Are you supposed to have your phone? No, I have to. I have to charge it. Everything's falling apart. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> Everything's falling apart. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. No, I have two Instagrams. So my like personal page is peanut butter and, but like pee, like you have to pee, nut mm. butter and. Um, that's just like keeping up with my daily life. And then I have one underscore hyphy hippie. H-Y-P-H-Y-H-I-P-P-I-E. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have it linked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that one I just like started recently. That one's supposed to be more for like 
me just like teaching what I learned, whether that's from like a podcast I listened to or from school or even like just some insights from life that I learned or like recipes. I really like cooking. So yeah. it's just kind of like, I don't know, inspirational things, I guess, or like learning yeah. things. Um, yeah, so, so follow, follow me on either. Yeah, you follow her on both so that you guys can keep up with her. If you guys are also projectors, I'm sure you guys would love love her um yes. but if you're into anything like spiritual if you're into anything like holistic mm-hmm. you guys will love following her and yes her recipes are also really good on her um page too so okay so we're gonna go eat now <laughs> we're unfortunately gonna eat. i'm like so like devastated. cry about our recording but i know okay. but somehow <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna work so we're gonna make um, it work we're gonna make it work but well that just means actually you just have to come back yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Oh, also, I am gonna be doing Zoom recordings oh, now, cool. so we can do it over Zoom too. So, but also, I want to like make more trips. Yeah, to California. Yeah, this year yeah, and next year back. and moving forward. So, yeah, okay, we'll definitely so, be back. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank make sure, you. like you said, you follow Jelly and. Yes. Um, thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so <laughs> glad you could come. Me too. Um, thanks for making time to of come. Of course. And. Yes. Um, yeah, until I see you guys next week, don't forget to let your confidence shine. Ooh, let it shine. <laughs> <laughs>